Hello, hello. Welcome to Words and Voices, a little sanctuary, a quiet nook where you'll hear hard, raw, and humbling conversations with some of the best humans elevating humanity. This is for the round pegs and square holes, the misfits, oddballs, weirdos, tinkerers, and thinkers who dig a simple philosophy that one word, one message, one idea, and one voice can change the world. So, without further ado, here's our chief mischief maker, Neelam Tawar. Hello, hello, it's Neelam Tawar. I hope everyone is doing amazing. This is the first podcast of 2021. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm not one for New Year's resolutions. I really do believe that. I think there's a poet or a writer who said this, and can't remember how I've always imbibed this. And the philosophy was that every night I go to bed, I die. And the next morning I wake up again and I have breath in me. Therefore, I have new life in me. That's sort of the philosophy I have followed. But if you want to celebrate the onset of a calendar new year, happy new year to you. Don't get me wrong. I do celebrate new years as well <laughs> in my own way. And about Two years ago, I want to say, I did one of those Vipassana retreats that was magical that ended up finishing on the 3rd or 4th of January. And it was brilliant to go into the new year with pure silence. And uh, hopefully I'll, get, I'll be able to do that one more time. Let's see. So a couple of things I wanted to share with you today in terms of how to look at 2021 and how to create more of a sense of connection with yourself in 2021. I hope this helps you. So I wanted to touch upon three areas. And no matter what you've been through, I'm hoping these thoughts or these principles will help you. The first one is, and this one can be difficult, especially for the type A's in the room. <laughs> I believe in this concept of extreme ownership. Now, I'm not talking about pretending like someone's poor behavior or someone's lack of accountability is your thing. But I always say that if it happened, quote unquote, to me, it was something I willed into existence. One of my favorite philosophies too is that, you know, I made the sunrise today. I count that much, right? So taking even responsibility of to that extent can be interesting. I think extreme ownership for me is just a way to have dialogue that is kind with yourself and also understanding that anything that we want, we desire or need can come to manifest if we're able to understand that we are the creator of our own destiny. The mind is a very powerful tool. And the more you can put it into check with where your thoughts are going and where your intentions are as you do things, it can be a total game changer in the way you approach life. I won't say that this means you don't experience life, right? It really means that you take accountability for everything that's happening with you, whether it's your finances, whether it's your health, whether it's your relationships, whether it's your spiritual growth, any of these areas, you can take responsibility. And for people who are in committed relationships, you can bring your spouse or partner, whatever the case might be, and, and do this together with them. You know, just like really take a long, hard look at where you're at with things. So the baseline is always looking at things without judging them, but being extremely real about how much of a crapshoot it is, right? So taking extreme ownership in 2021 is going to matter. We're 
still going to see the after effects of this pandemic, but we're also going to see there are massive shifts happening and I won't get political over here, but you guys know how things are rolling, right? So as we go into that space, remember, it is critical to build your own personal economy that you can leverage it well, whether it's through a job or something that you are passionate about that you decided to give a go. Make that happen, guys. Like It's worse not to start than to think about the most opportune moment to start. And I will talk about that in the next podcast as well on how you can get started on your own thing as well. Whatever it might be that you wish to do, whether it's creating art or being an entrepreneur or you know, writing that book or whatever it is, there's some very simple things you can do to get started. So extreme ownership has always worked for me. And I can tell you, working for yourself, you do get punched. But that's the price that some of us are willing to pay because for us, we can't do things any differently. <laughs> All right. So the second one for 2021, and it's a word, forgiveness. And when I say forgiveness, we have to start with ourselves first. Before we go to the other person, before we go talk about the situation, before we go and get hypercritical, hyperanalytical about what went down, what someone said, what you wanted to say, why you didn't say it, why they said it, whatever that might be, the first thing is forgiveness. And I have done my best on a daily basis to ask myself one question. Where did I fall from grace today? And that is not to shame myself, but to just watch what's happening with my mind, to understand myself better, to build more deeper sense of self-awareness. And that doesn't mean I get it right. <laughs> I'm a highly emotional and extremely sensitive human, but also <laughs> fairly stoic. <laughs> so it's like, it's a very, very interesting combination to live with. And I, you know, one of my buddies always jokes, he's like, I've got a few voices in her head. And this is not far from truth. When I didn't know any better, I used to take that as an off. Like I felt offended by it. But now as I go along my journey, I actually appreciate it because all those voices in my head and all those ways in which I solve problems, not just for myself, but for the people who end up finding me from different corners of the earth. I Sometimes those things are just beautifully shocking that someone heard about you and they wanted to work with you. They come because of having a brain like the one I have, I suppose. And I know many of you can identify with this, especially if you're gifted or different or don't exactly fit in. That's what this podcast is about anyway. So, <laughs> uh, or you feel a bit too much and homegirl feels a bit too much. Usually <laughs> I can take a situation and break it into like 50 small bits and maybe even more. Um, but the forgiveness aspect starts with ourselves and forgiveness is usually surrounding our own inability to be kind to ourselves, to be compassionate with ourselves and letting the outside world dictate how we must feel sometimes, right? So part of this too is before you go into the exercise of forgiving somebody else, start with yourself. Every day, find a way to say, I forgive myself for the things I did. I forgive myself for the things I didn't do. And tomorrow will be different. And it will be different because I choose for it to be that way. And I choose to be a better addition of myself. And I will keep upgrading. I have this thing, which I say this quite a bit. I'm like, you can meet Neelam today and you can meet Neelam in two days and she won't be the same person. You might meet me in the throes of something deeply disturbing or emotional or something that makes my heart sink. But I don't know whether it's about getting up resilience or whatever you might call it, but the growth game for people like me is not optional. And I think one of the most important things that if you can realize for yourself this year, especially keeping the last two to three years in context, is to understand that, you know, no one can do this bit for you. It's yours. And so the moment you go 
out of your own personal experience and your own body and try to put this on the situation or a person or, well, a black cat crossed my path, the worse you make it for yourself. So start with forgiveness and look back and see like, gosh, I should have done these things. I shouldn't have said this to a parent or a dear one. And these are the places I feel like I need to really, really rein myself in and show myself some deep kind of act, some deep act of kindness and move on. Leave that, put that stuff down. It's not serving you. Forgive, don't repeat, you know, and if it's a situation that came about, God, it was a teacher. Be thankful for it. Be thankful it came. Be thankful it put you back on track. Nothing is happening to you. It's happening for you. Seriously. And when you're in the throes of a poor, deeply painful situation, it's the last thing you can believe to be true. But it is going to be true once you get some altitude over the situation. And the last word that goes hand in hand with it. So we have extreme ownership, forgiveness. And this is just no brainer for me. It's, it's finding gratitude. I really think, and I don't want to sound like woo-woo or anything, but I can tell you, if you could just breathe in the middle of chaos and find your eye of the hurricane, you just like stop and realize how much greatness exists within you, within your own biochemical composition. I mean, you're made of what the stars are made of, right? Not to get too poetic here, but you would love yourself. I mean, think about what a gift you are. Think about your own birth. How could you be imperfect? How could you be anything but a reflection of something that's beautiful that came about because someone like you was needed at this time? I'm not talking about being arrogant, but like really recognizing your own mortality alongside your deep cosmic inheritance, if you will. So gratitude for the things that are the way they are, even if there are things you know for sure, like maybe it's a relationship gone wrong. Maybe it's something you said. It might be a financial thing. It could be you not living up to your potential. Whatever it might be that you're churning in your head constantly. Look at that without objecting to what you're seeing. Look at it as if you're seeing it as a third party. You know, I always liken it to, you know, watching one of those snow globes and pretend you're looking at that snow globe and the thing inside the snow globe is you. You're just watching this existence that you're in because material aspects involve duality. And some of us who are growing, some of us who are trying to build new things, some of us who are becoming more aware or some of you might actually be going through your spiritual elevation right now. These are things to be grateful for. And it's not going to be pretty, guys. It's not. And I think the person and the people who can stick around and watch you break and watch you crumble and can still stand by your side are the people you carry forward. You know, we don't make permanent decisions with temporary feelings. Feelings are always fleeting, right? So our key word here, you know, in this moment is gratitude. Like, be grateful. We're in a new year. You're listening to me. I don't know from where especially if you got this far and I don't know who's going to listen to anything I do. I, you know, some of this is so much self dialogue that one of the reasons with the podcast too has been for me to be able to do my creative work, my contributory work in a different platform and hopefully help more people who might digest messages this way more than, you know, I'm not a big fan of video guys. 
So <laughs> this is one of the easiest decisions that I might have made in 2020. Though at the time, I had so much going on that I could have probably pushed the podcast out. But then again, hey, I just get the now. And if there is creative world to exercise some level of inspiration or something you can get behind, then I believe it must be done now because it's not about me. It's just not about me. It's about anything that moves through me for others. So gratitude, forgiveness, and extreme ownership in 2021 will get you really far. And I'll throw two other quick things here. I recently went through some very interesting personal situation. And I think it made me relook at some of the old trauma I was carrying. And I didn't know I was carrying. <laughs> so a lot of December and a big part of January has been about healing and really focusing on myself, my health. This is the second bit, which is my relationship with God. And when I say God, I'm not talking about just like religion. I'm just talking about something outside of me that I believe to be a bit of a higher power. And so that whole experience was was definitely heartbreaking, but it brought into focus what matters at the end of the day, right? And it brought me closer to myself. Like in the moment, I could not see how that could be good. However, as time moved along, I was just like, yeah, I think this happened for the best. And I think we can't go and like I said earlier, we, we can't expect people to do things the way we do them, obviously. But we also can't take on, especially as empaths and, and as people who think a lot and, and want to solve and want to fix problems, which is a very difficult thing for an entrepreneur as well, because we'll see something and we're like, oh, you can fix it this way. And then you have to really realize that when it comes to your intimate relationships or partnerships or building your business, whatever that case might be, you can't go and build the other person up because that's their journey. And in the work I do, I also mentor my clients as well. And I always have to make sure I've asked for permission when I'm about to go much deeper into a concept that could charge them emotionally or who knows, even viscerally. So these are really important things to learn. And just knowing that, you know, hey, nothing's permanent. <laughs> and that's the good thing. And the not so good thing is it's nothing's permanent. <laughs> so the, the more we get into this idea, these Buddhist, you know, other Eastern philosophies of kind of releasing some of these things, it, it's going to be helpful, especially detachment. And so one last word I'm going to give you this year is the word invest. And for someone like me, I always joke like, you know, when my friends were out or my coworkers were out at Thanksgiving dinners or Christmases or, you know, taking spring break or whatever, I was somewhere in the middle of nowhere attending a seminar or I was taking a poetry, a writing class or doing something to build myself. And, and what people see these days is, you know, oh my gosh, like that was a quick turnaround. And I'm like, no, dude, I've been working on this for at least a good close to maybe, I don't know, more than at least two decades. And I still feel like I'm getting started in many things that I do. I feel like I'm just getting started. And I think that mindset has been very, very substantial for me. And it's helped me create and push my own boundaries where I must and I should. I don't like using the word should. <laughs> so invest, guys. Invest in yourself. Invest in something that makes you happy, whether it's an experience, whether it's a class you want to take, something creative, 
I don't know if you were great at basketball when you were a kid, go play that again. <laughs> not for competitive reasons, not to be perfect, to just be a beginner at something, to just learn something new. And if you're a parent, you know your kids are watching you. They're seeing how you're doing things at different different points in your life and they're getting inspired by you, right? My dad is older and he's still jamming. He's like, I'm not going to sit around. <laughs> and he's doing new things all the time. And I'm like, good God, like, I feel like I do new things, but you, you're just taking, the, <laughs> you're just taking it to the next level. And I think to be surrounded by that is always healthy, but investing doesn't just mean this, but like, you know, invest in, in things that would help you build a more stable financial future, because we know things are getting like very interesting at the moment. I know personally know many people who've lost their jobs and it is heartbreaking. And I left corporate when no one would have left corporate. Like no one would have left their full-time job when I left. <laughs> they would have just pushed on. And uh, even when I was making that decision, I was I had people look at me and be like, why would you do that? Where are you going to make money? And where are you going to do that? You know? And now I can look at it in hindsight and be like, shucks. I mean, I would not have survived the situation if I didn't make that call. So just trusting that, you know, whatever that thing you call, like your gut instinct when it comes to investing in yourself. I think the best investment is the investment you make in yourself to grow, learn a skill, to do things that bring you joy. Invest in those things. Invest in them. I think that's my big word for 2021. Like, can't take it lightly. It is the new year for all of us. And I really do hope that many people who have had unfortunate experiences with 2020. And, you know, with loss of lives and, and loved ones, it's, it was very tough to watch what happened last year around the world. And, and I'm, I'm just trying to send as much good out into the world. And whoever might be listening to this and has had a personal experience with last year where it led to loss of life, I'm, I'm sorry you had to go through that and take heart and take the time you need to grieve and come back in. You're needed here. And all of us can do a little bit with kindness, not just thrown in our direction, but for others as well. So with that, Welcome to 2021. <laughs> Welcome to Words and Voices. It's the first show of the year. And it was just a part of me that, you know, typically we do Mondays every week. And for whatever reason, this bit wasn't just coming out of me. I was just thinking and I couldn't get myself to the recording table. And, you know, what I did, which is very difficult for someone like me to do because we stay in our heads so much is to just let go and do what I needed to do in terms of my healing, my integration, me connecting with my friends who understand me and asking for support, which was a huge thing for me, by the way, if I may share with open vulnerability here, knowing that there were people who would just at the drop of a hat get on a call. It's very difficult for me to see that kind of kindness because I usually don't, I'm usually the one who's doing that. <laughs> but man, like life is beautiful if you let it be. And I think I've never had issues with the breakdowns and the dark nights of the soul. Those have been very intrinsic to me as a creative as well, like meaning, you know, I write, as you guys know. So that's never been difficult to watch. But just watching and having my friends around me, even though they're millions of oceans away, <laughs> having these calls with me at like two in the afternoon and talking me through, you know, talk, talking me through th certain things. And it was just beautiful. Just beautiful and, and the love, my gosh, the love is still intact. That time and distance doesn't really hinder that. So to have those types of friendships and people around you, it's a blessing. Never forget that. So 2021, we're here. We will do our best. And if you want to take 
a page for my book, feel free to ask for help. <laughs> Especially at this point, put your hand up and say you need support, right? So you please be good to yourself this year, make it count. And remember taking extreme ownership coupled with forgiveness and gratitude and building that deep relationship with God, faith, whether you're religious or not, that's up to you how you define that is really important because that's the stuff that will make it just a little easier to move forward. And don't forget the keyword is invest. Invest in yourself, invest in your growth, invest in your mental health and everything that brings you joy. I'm sending you so much love today. Be well. You're loved. You're supported. Happy 2021. Thanks so much for stopping by Words and Voices with Neelam Tawar. We can't wait to see you again with another voice and more words from game changers, movers and shakers, and quiet visionaries creating a dent in the world. Oh, and please don't forget to comment and share what resonated with you here or on info at neelamtawar.com. Till we meet next, and as Neelam says, be good to you.